Healthish listeners, thanks for tuning into this Body and Soul Potty with me, Felicity Harley. Don't you just love that we're living in a sexual revolution? Yes, we are finally putting women's sexual pleasure front and centre. And one woman who is doing this, and she's going to remind us how to do it, is gynaecologist and fertility expert and founder of Lovers, Dr. Raylia Liu. And she's joining me today via Zoom. Now, if you like what you hear from Dr. Liu, she's also up on Extra Healthish where we chat about, well, everything you need to know about lube. You can search for that wherever you get your podcasts. Relia, lovely having you on Healthies today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Now, this survey, a 1,000 women found over 50% admitted to not feeling satisfied with their sex life. I mean, this is just horrifying in one word. Why are we so unsatisfied with sex? I think what you're identifying is the orgasm gap, the gap between particularly men and women in terms of sexual satisfaction. And it's really interesting that that gap is closing now because we're more aware of it and because we are taking more ownership as women on our pleasure. I think if you ask the same question a generation ago, you'd find even less than 50% of women might be satisfied with their sex life. I think this is something we are now allowed to focus on. We know that in lesbian relationships, women are more likely to experience orgasm 90 to 100% of the time. So I think knowing your own body and the way that we view female pleasure is intrinsically linked to women's experience of sex. And I think, you know, it shouldn't be taboo and we should be talking about personal satisfaction and female satisfaction without shame, including the need to use lube. Absolutely. Let's get to the lube later. Firstly, I just tell us your experience, say, from learning about you know, women's pleasure and satisfaction in, in sex or throughout medical school and then where we're at with science today. I think it's really important to note that I learned absolutely nothing about female pleasure in medical school, as do most doctors, I would assume, because it's not front and centre or focused in our learnings on female physiology. And I'm saying that as someone who went on to become a gynaecologist. And that's why with my brand lovers, I wanted to focus on female pleasure and really bring those lessons from medicine, the understanding of physiology to apply it um, to be able to help women enjoy sex and enjoy their bodies and achieve pleasure themselves. Do we have, are we getting more research around today? I mean, I, I suppose I can ask my own question. We are getting more research around today around women's pleasure. Is it, are we going to get more and more or do you think now that, you know, the discussions are opening up, as you said, it's it's less taboo. Why is this change happening as well? I think it's just part of the sexual revolution that we are now at a, a place in time where things like our sexuality and you know, gender issues, sexuality issues are less taboo and are spoken of, and it allows us to bring these issues out of the closet, so to speak. What about when you first went into practice? How did you, you know, what sort of issues did women come into you about? And, and has this changed over the years or are we, are we becoming more empowered to share these things? I think so. I think, I think women talk more about their own sexual experience. I think women used to just sweep it under the carpet and not even raise it. Um, when they saw a doctor 
sometimes women would present with problems like vaginal dryness and discomfort when they were having sex after having a baby, when they're breastfeeding or when they're having sex in perimenopause and menopause. But I think most women just don't talk about sex to their doctor. And so the medical fraternity has not been involved in these issues classically. And I think we now just have these more open conversations and we care more about it. So if women care more about it, then I think medical profession who looks after them should care more about it. So why why the change? I mean, women are caring more about it, as you said, but what are the other reasons that we're becoming more confident in talking about our sexuality? I think women traditionally have always been cornered into a role of pleasure pleasers focused on male pleasure, particularly in a heterosexual situation. And sex has always been viewed through a male lens and women being the receivers rather than necessarily the active participants in pleasure seeking. And it was thought to be acceptable for women not to have an orgasm and for women to fake an orgasm and for it all to be about the male orgasm. And I think this new generation of women uh, just don't feel that's acceptable anymore and, and nor should it be. No, absolutely. I actually, many years ago, used to write a few of the Cosmo sealed sections. And I remember writing stories like how to please your man. I mean, and now I cringe when I think about that. I'm like, what, what was I writing? But I suppose at the time it was, that was what was acceptable. I mean, we had to seal anything that was unacceptable. And now, you know, I feel, um, I love having these conversations that they are so much more out in the open and we can empower women to increase their pleasure. What are some of your tips on how we can increase, well, have a better sex life? I think it's really important to know what you like and to spend some time learning what turns you on. Others won't be able to give you pleasure if you don't know what you like yourself. Introducing lube for the first time might feel a bit daunting, but it can improve female sexual satisfaction. And that's why I wanted our brand lovers to be a brand about self-care, about female pleasure, about honouring the female pleasure experience and elevating it using medical principles to apply knowledge that we have from how different medicines work to help elevate the female pleasure experience. I think also spending time um, with a partner, trying different things, being open, being uninhibited, um, these things can help you have better sex stepping away from taboos, breaking those boundaries and just sitting with um, your own sexuality can improve your sex life too. And how's the response been to your um, lube? My lube, when we launched it, was a very soft launch because I really developed it um, for my patients. I really developed lovers with a mindset that there was no product on the market that could be personally tailored to a woman's personal preferences in terms of the base, in terms of uh, what she wanted the lube to feel like. And I really wanted to marry those medical principles of using different medications, which we do use in some of our prescription formulations, to address specific concerns that women might have, such as low libido or sexual discomfort like vaginismus or feeling like they couldn't achieve an orgasm to use different medical principles to enhance ease of orgasm. So it was really exciting for me to apply that medical knowledge to lubricant formulations and to also have this 
goal of making a lube that was cosmetically sophisticated, that wasn't yucky or icky or sticky or gross feeling. I wanted it to feel like high-end skincare. I wanted it to have that medical insight and input, but I also wanted to feel beautiful. And that's really the inspiration behind Lovers. Well, well done on your (laughs) brand and uh, lovely to have you on Healthy-ish. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. Hope you enjoyed this chat with Dr. Raylia Liu. If you want more, she's up on Extra Healthy-ish. You can also listen to plenty of other episodes about sex from Extra Healthy-ish and Healthy-ish. Jump online, bodyandsoul.com.au. We are on social media, of course. And you can also rate, review and subscribe to this podcast or share it with a friend. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.